What's up everyone? This is Mayowa, your host, and you are listening to the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. More people than ever are building cool stuffs online from the scratch, solving problems and making a lot of money in the process. And on this show, I sit down with these amazing six-figure entrepreneurs to share their entrepreneurial journeys, the ideas, the opportunities, the strategy they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. And now, let's get the show started. On this episode of this show, I've got another amazing uh, entrepreneur. I've had uh, a very brief conversation with her, and she's, I will tell you, she's a very awesome person. And today, uh, she's on the hot seat on this episode where I will be asking her questions about herself and her business. And before we get the show started, I will just pass the mic to her. Elizabeth will uh, tell us a bit about herself, what is doing and a bit about our business, then we get the show started. Hi, Elizabeth. Hello. Okay. Ah, can you just tell us a bit about who you are and what you do? I've been a marketer for over 20 years, and I own a business where me and my team help small business owners to create one year of marketing content in five days. Okay. Uh, thank you so much, Elizabeth, for joining me on this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. I believe it will be of value for you, for me, and even for the people who are listening to this episode. All right. To get the show started, we love stories a lot on this uh, show. And to get everything rolling, uh, Elizabeth, can you just share with us, give us a background of how you become an entrepreneur and how is the story like of how you got started into doing all the awesome stuff you are doing right now? Well, thank you. Um, I actually started my business about 15 years ago. I was a computer repair tech and I created a small business where I would go to people's homes and fix their computers. And then from there, I was able to start working with some small businesses in my local area. And then from there, I was able to use the degree that I actually hold, which is a programming degree. And I started helping people with small businesses with their websites I had done my own marketing for years, of course, with my own small business. And so I just kept that going and decided to make a second business. My husband came on board with the first business and started taking that over from me so that I could start the second one. And the second one was what I own today, uh, which is the marketing business. I ended up selling the computer repair business about 10 years into it. And um, it was great. We, we sold it to an employee of ours. And then when my husband decided to go into a different field, I just kept this marketing business as my only business. And so that's what I still do today. And I devised my own system, which is our five day system that we talk about um, creating one year of marketing content in five days. And I started that in 2017. And since then it's been really great. And I've helped a lot of people with their marketing. Okay, that's awesome. So Elizabeth, just give us like a shameless plug about your business, what you do, who you work with, and the solutions you bring to the table for people who you work with. I find a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, no matter what level they're at, whether they're running a million dollar business or a hundred thousand dollar business or even a fifty thousand dollar business, um, whether they're starting out or they've been in business for several years, even 10 years, some of my clients have been in for their businesses for more than 10 years. And they come to me and they're just overwhelmed with their marketing. And we really try to simplify that for them and help them get ahead of the game so that they can actually run their business and have marketing at the same time. So I 
really just developed the system because it was helping me a lot as an entrepreneur. And then I started sharing it with clients, like I said, in 2017. And that system is to create one year of marketing content in five days. So for example, we'll sit with someone, we actually sit with them. It's not a done for you service. It's a done with you service. And we'll create one year of uh, social media content posts uh, in one day. And that means that when the person comes in, they have no social media posts. They probably haven't posted for quite a while or they're very irregular with it. And then when they leave us at the end of the day, they've actually created between 300 to 1,000 posts that have been written, designed, and scheduled. So they're walking out with an entire year of social media content that's completely completed. It's done, checked off their list. And if they want to add to it, they can. If they want to change it, they can. Nothing is set in stone, but at least they have something that's done for them that they don't have to sit and worry about every week, every day. It's not a strategy. It's literal implementation, um, including the strategy. Of course, we do that first and then we implement everything. But it's not something they have to do later as well. There's no homework. It is a complete process. Um, and it's really great for them because then they can walk away and say, okay, now that I am really busy. I'm actually got a lot of clients. I'm working this business. I can still market myself at the same time and not feel like I'm behind the eight ball. And it's always this running to-do list of things that never get done. Okay. Uh, that's awesome. You know, one interesting thing about what you do and the solution you provide is the fact that I could remember like uh, some years down the line when uh, I was so engrossed with uh, client work that I got too busy that I don't even have the time to create content uh, for my audience. And uh, that led to me abandoning the blog and uh, until I rebranded the business. But uh, one uh, most entrepreneurs, we are so busy with working with clients and providing the solution we like to offer for our clients. But we surely need to constantly market and sell ourselves. We need to share valuable content for our audience. And how do you get to do that when you are so busy with a lot running the business and a whole lot of other things? And that is where the solution that Elizabeth is offering with her business comes in. Uh, it's something I wish I had some years back when I was uh, full-time blogging and when I had a self-publishing blog that uh, feed up on top of content. And what you do is really solving a big problem for a lot of entrepreneurs out there. And anyone listening to me out there uh, who is having this kind of problem, please reach out to Elizabeth. Uh, the contacts at the end of this uh, show, uh, Elizabeth, we have the opportunity to give us how we can get in touch with her and other stuff. So Elizabeth, along that line, uh, during the course of this episode, I would like for you to give us some tips about how uh, entrepreneurs out there listening to us who are so busy uh, mark, uh, working with clients can uh, take their content uh, marketing to the next level based on what you do. But before that, before that time, so Elizabeth, you've talked to all, uh, you've uh, shared with us how you got started into your business. Uh, so we want to know what is one big lesson you have learned in all these entrepreneurial uh, years of being an entrepreneur? There's a lot of myths out there in marketing, for sure. A lot of people think that marketing is a silver bullet and it's just going to work magically. Um, and that if they just start marketing, then they'll have a ton of clients. And isn't the internet supposed to bring you all these clients? And don't when you pay for an ad, you get a bunch of clients. And all those things are just not true. So I find that there's a lot of misinformation out there, a lot of people that are not, the education that's out there isn't full, it's not complete. And so a lot of people have misconceptions about what marketing is and can do. And then they don't, they guess, don't realize that they have to actually run their business as well. And running your business doesn't mean just working with clients. There's a lot of aspects to running a business. 
And when people teach themselves these things, they often have holes in their education. And so my whole goal and my mission is to really fill in those gaps. Um, and I had to do that for myself as well. I had to, you know, learn those things and seek out those opportunities to learn. Um, and so I really want to kind of provide that to my clients so that they can have this similar experience of having those gaps filled in in their education and they can understand what marketing is, what it can do and what it can't do, because there's a lot of things that they're just misconceptions out there um, that have been perpetrated by a lot of um, really guru-y type people that just aren't necessarily true because sometimes they were actually flukes of how it happened for them and what happened for them. Um, and a lot of things are um, just not, you know, accurate information. So that's really my goal is to really help educate people on what marketing really is. Okay, awesome. So present day, uh, this current year, what is the structure of your business and revenue wise? What is your figure for 2022? So we are, I don't usually share those numbers like exactly, but um, oh, that's I fine. Do, <laughs> we are over six figures. Um, and so I am in the nice six figure space, which I like, uh, I like a lot. Um, but uh, it did take a long time to get there. But once we found our very simple process that we only offer one product and we don't veer off of that product and the product is the day sessions. Um, I'll have people tell me, well, I don't care how long my website takes. And I say, well, we only do it in a day and it, this is what it costs. <laughs> um, and so if somebody doesn't want that or they don't want to pay that price or they don't want to do it in a day, um, then I refer them to someone else. So I really just have stuck to our specific process um, and that has really increased our revenue. You might think that if I'm turning away work, I'm, I'm decreasing revenue, but that's not true. Once we found that specific process and we just stick to that, we have eight day sessions that we offer and we only offer those eight day sessions. Um, we don't offer anything else. We don't have any, you know, customizable things. We don't offer packages that are custom pricing everything is priced at a flat rate. And um, that's all listed on our website as well. So it really has simplified the way that I run the business. And it has simplified the way that clients view us and how they share our information with others. So that is definitely not just simplified my own life, but has actually brought us more revenue because people know exactly what we do, who we're for. And if they're not for us, then we don't have to waste time with a client that might not be happy with our service because it really wasn't the right one for them. Okay. Uh, thanks for sharing that. One thing that is very, very rare today in the entrepreneurship space is simplicity. And uh, for someone like me, I uh, what I do is very different from yours and uh, I have packages and but yeah, I think it works well for the people I serve. And uh, I do admire people like you who are, who are very simplified uh, form of uh, offer and uh, that one package that you are known for. And it's something that is very, very rare out, out there. So uh, Elizabeth, on that level, uh, there is this question I would like to ask you and I want to take it uh, from this angle. As a business person, I believe that it is not just about sunshine and uh, the, the good stuff. You have come a long way and surely you will have faced a lot of uh, challenges. And this podcast is meant to uh, tell people's story of how they uh, created something from the scratch, overcame a lot of challenges. And I don't think any episode will be uh, complete without actually talking about the challenge. So can you just uh, tell us briefly, what is one big challenge that you 
or encounter during uh, you building your business and how do you face that challenge and how did you conquer it? Oh, I've actually had this happen to me twice in uh, my career and I've had a lot of failures, obviously. There's been a lot of things I've tried that didn't work. Um, and since, you know, coming up upon this system that I developed and, and really deciding this is what I was going to do and simplifying everything, I haven't had as many failures, which has been really good because I've really stuck to what I know and what works and what I know works for clients. Um, and of course, little changes along the way to keep up with the ever-changing marketing uh, landscape. But once we really, you know, once I've really found that um, system and I just developed the pieces that go to that system, because it was something I was using for myself anyway, um, I've really haven't had as many failures as I did previously, which I think is a really good testament to finding that like one thing you're really good at. Um, and the thing that has happened to me multiple times um, is working with partners. <laughs> and I am definitely not a partnership kind of person. I am definitely a business owner and I have had employees, I've had teams, but not partners. Partners are not good for me. Um, I really do work more autonomously and I like to be in charge of the decisions that are made good or bad and take the responsibility for both. Um, but when working with partners, it's been very difficult for me because it's just not for me. And I worked with a partner in the beginning um, in one of my many attempts at trying something different um, before I came upon my system and, and really decided that this is what I was going to do. And um and I do say came upon my system because no one else does it, but it's just one of those things that I just like looked down at my computer one day and I was like, oh my gosh, I have a system. <laughs> um, but before I started doing that um, and before I went, when I was just doing my computer repair business and I was trying to do more marketing, but I wasn't really fully into it. Um, I had a partner and we had a business about how to create a business plan in a day. And so it was kind of starting my whole journey towards that um, arena but I noticed that, um, you know, it just they wanted to make decisions and I wanted to make decisions and we had some differing opinions at times. And even though we worked well together, it wasn't great. Like it didn't, it wasn't this thing where we could work out our differences. It was kind of like we both had such strong opinions and we both had to compromise and it, it just didn't turn out well. It didn't even help the business that we compromised. So we ended up closing the business. We're still friends today. Everything was fine there. Um, but then I thought, okay, well maybe it was just me and that partner. So then I tried another, uh, <laughs> another partner later and I worked with this woman for a while and unfortunately, and they're both girls and they were both great. Like I, you know, I really like them as people. Um, but the second person I worked with, she she also had her own strong opinions. And that's one of the reasons I liked her and that I liked talking to her. Um, and so it was one of those things where I did it the second time thinking it would be different, but realized that it just wasn't for me and I needed to stop trying to force it. And so that partnership did not end well. Um, it was a lot of money spent, a lot of time spent, a lot of sacrifice from both of us. And in the end, she didn't understand why it didn't work. And I had already been through this and a failed partnership, if you will. And so even though the other person and I remained friends, this person and I could not. And, and she decided that we could not do that. Um, and she was very upset. And so I learned then for sure, <laughs> I tried it twice um, and both had failed. And I'd seen the patterns that emerged of why they failed. 
Um, and I just realized that that's not for me, you know, like that's not my type of business that I need to be in. So once I completed that and I really just dug into this day session process, um, then I realized that this is where my sweet spot was and I could actually go forward with this and be successful and be even more successful than I had been previously. So I think that's one of the biggest things is that, you know, trying something once and you fail is, is fine. Like you might not have had the right timing or the right partner, but then trying something a second time and it also failing again, and you see these emerging patterns, it just might not be for you. And so that was kind of one of my, my big failures personally and professionally at the same time. Um, but it also helped me to see that if, if anybody asks me to be their partner, I have to say no. <laughs> Yeah, I, I could I could relate with what you said, and I think one uh, big thing that we always like uh, we always need as an entrepreneur is to be self-aware, to know ourselves, to know how we work and what works well for us. Because uh, I think I've never mentioned this on any episode of this uh, podcast, and I add my own uh, fair share of something similar to what you talk about. You know, it's very funny. I. Uh, I had an idea and I, I was like, you know what? I see this person is a very good friend. I think he has something I don't have and I have something he doesn't have. So why not just come together and just create that synergy and uh, work together? But you know, the funny thing is a very detailed and very slow to start person. And I'm this, okay, as long as I can get the minimum viable uh, product get going, I am ready to go and I, could, I will surely be... Uh, fixing things as they you know and the two personalities clashes and could you believe we get stuck at the logo design stage he was trying to make the logo so perfect he was talking about a lot of colors that i, I was even like you know what do not this thing really matter let's get this business out there and let's get it idea and get feedback from the market and that was uh the business died at the logo stage and we we spent almost uh two months trying to get the perfect logo when I believe that there are a lot of things that matter that, than just having a logo or making the logo perfect. For God's sake, we can easily change the logo at a later time, but we don't even know if we have a business because we have never uh, went to the market to get feedback. And that is when I realized that I think uh, getting partners like who are not uh, easy starter or fast starter like me will be a very good disaster. And uh, I learned that from there. So, uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, we all learn and we make mistakes. And the best thing is uh, we can make mistakes so fast that we even correct them along the line and get better and move on. So thank you so much for that. And I believe people out there listening who are planning to get partners will surely learn uh, one or two things from what you said and make sure that they get to know themselves and know who can work with them. I, I think uh, two people cannot work together if they don't agree. And uh, that's yes. a very good lesson. So, uh, Elizabeth, uh, we always, as business owner, without getting those clients, without uh, bringing in those prospective clients that uh, said yes to our service, there is no money to be made and surely that will not be a business. And one thing most entrepreneurs always struggle with is getting that client coming. So can you just uh, tell us the story of how you got your first uh, sale uh, when you get started with your business and the best sales strategy that is working well for you for client acquisition? Um, well, uh, actually I will talk about the first, what was it necessarily the first sale? Yeah. The story, just <laughs> um, tell us the story of your first sale. Yeah. I, it was more of a, um, an experiment. I, I decided when I was going to start my computer repair company, 
I didn't actually start a computer repair company. I started um, a, a teaching business. Um, I went to senior adult centers where people who are over the age of 50, they go to learn and to connect as a community. And um, I called the senior community center locally. And I said, do you have a computer lab? At the time they did. I said, do you have a computer teacher? They said, no. So I said, I will teach your computer class. We worked out a price and I taught that class and just taught people how to use their computer. Well, then people started saying, well, my computer doesn't do that. My computer doesn't do this. And so then I started to um, go to their homes and help them with their computers. And that's really what became a business. So I started with education and it became a business and I got clients from it. Then I was very much word of mouth and I did more teaching and things like that. Um, and the, the big thing was that's how I get clients now is through teaching and through educating the pieces, but they didn't know how they fit those kind of things. It really does help people to see your expertise um, and to want your help in their personal endeavors or their business endeavors. So, um, and this is works for all kinds of businesses. So um, that's how I started. It was not really to start a business. It was to, hey, can I find a teaching position, teaching something I like and know really well? Um, and then from there, it became a business. And then the same thing with marketing. I started teaching marketing and then it became, hey, well, you really know a lot about this. Can you help me with my website or whatever? So. Okay, uh, that's also, I think that's exactly how I started. I got started with my uh, first uh, publishing business. I just keep sharing content on LinkedIn groups, writing blog posts, and uh, people, my first client got to reach out to me via a post I put, uh, that you saw on Google, and that was how I got my first client, and uh, that's very good. And one thing, I think the reason why that works well is the fact that uh, when we give value to people, when we show our expertise, people tend to believe us, people tend to trust us as the authority yeah. and people can help them. And <laughs> it's a very logical decision to make when someone has really take that time to invest in getting uh, out a content that really uh, talk about the problem our clients are, the people are having and uh, showing ourselves like we are the solution, we know what we are doing. And I think it's a, just a very logical decision for clients to reach out to us and uh, become our clients. Uh, so mm -hmm. Elizabeth, this is my favorite part of this, uh, of this podcast where I have to throw you some thoughts, provoking questions, and then you get back to me with answers. So should we fire on? Sounds good, yeah. Okay, what is one book that you've read that has impacted a lot in your business or you have learned a very uh, great deal from and uh, that has really changed something in your business that you like to recommend uh, to our listeners? It's called Profit First and it took our business from a six-figure kind of broke business, even at six figures, to a very profitable six-figure business. Okay. All right, that's uh, the first time I'm hearing about the book and I would surely like to pick a copy of uh, the book. And listeners out there, a link to the book that Elizabeth just mentioned, you can find it by heading straight to www.thesixfigureentrepreneur and search for Elizabeth in the uh, search bar on the homepage and the uh, show note for this episode will pop right up with a link to the book that Elizabeth mentioned. And really, I, I, have never, I haven't uh, read the book, but I know that that book will be a very powerful one with just uh, the 
title because I'm a book person. I, I work a lot. I work with a lot of clients uh, writing books, so I can easily know what a book is uh, by just getting to know the title. So uh, get a copy of the book. I believe it will be a very good read for you. Uh, so uh, still talking about books, Elizabeth, if you have to write a book today, what would that book be about? You know, I have never had the uh, itch to write a book. <laughs> I, I think what I do changes so much that if I were to write it down, a lot of things would change. Um, and so I've just never had the itch to write one. Okay. All right. Uh, that's the first time I'll be hearing that <laughs> on the show. And it's very cool. Not everybody uh, will surely have the uh uh, that mindset or even that I need to write a book, of course, and even though that a book is a very potent uh, power, but uh, surely I yeah. believe you, you, you are a very good reader because uh, that book you mentioned and you said it changes a lot in your business and uh, yes. readers are leaders like I've learned tons of things from just actually picking up a book and reading a book because I always see a book uh, in this way and I want to share it with our audience, you know, someone has really done a lot has taken time years and most times to perfect something and they just take a book they just packed everything they have learned into a book and they just write it down and uh, publish it out and it's just like me cheating uh, uh someone has spent 10 years or so trying to perfect something and they just wrote everything inside the book so i just pick it up and just learn what they have uh, learned in a decade or so or more uh, from a book uh so uh elizabeth what is one thing that you've done that has contributed a lot to your business or that has brought a very big win for you in business? Um, well, picking my one product or service that I can focus on and also really profit first. The book was was something that different, definitely changed everything in, in business and how we do it and um, has made me very, very profitable. Okay, that's awesome. So as entrepreneurs, we are... Uh, we had success because of something peculiar about us. And I'm just very curious, and for our listeners out there to get to know Elizabeth where what is that one superpower that you think you've got that has helped you to win in life and in business? Listening to other people and being able to listen to someone explain what they do or even fumble through their thoughts um, out loud and then pull out the really unique things about them that they don't even know that they've said. Um, a lot of times I will sit with a client, we'll work on their website, their brand, whatever it is we're working on for that day. And they will start talking and I'll start asking questions. And then all of a sudden I'll repeat back to them what I've heard. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, how did you get that? Where did that come from? And I'm like, you, you said it. <laughs> so um, that's definitely one of the things that's really helped me a lot. Yeah, that's that's a very amazing uh, superpower. And one of my best friends is uh, the one person who listened to me the most. And I so much love him because no I love to talk a lot. And no matter how much I'm saying, he's just there patently listening to me. And he understands me and he gets everything I say. And he will give me that time to talk about everything, about everything I wanted to say. And he will just uh, give me back. Uh, and I so much love that. I love that. And uh it's, I admire her a lot. So I think it's a very good superpower. People like to be listening to. People feel appreciated when you listen to them. When 
we know that you are paying attention. I don't think there is anybody who will not like people like to listen to them. So that's awesome. Uh, so Elizabeth, what is one thing that you are super excited about in your business that are you working with right now or something you are doing that you are so much excited about? Well, I've been doing a lot more traveling to speak and to educate. So I'm very grateful for that and that that's coming back now. And so, um, you know, that's one of my major things is it definitely helps me get clients, but I just love teaching and speaking on stages especially at conferences and things like that. So, um, you know, I'm really excited about being able to travel more and do what I love. Okay, awesome. So I love the idea of uh, being a balanced entrepreneur and in the sense that everything, life is not just about business. Business is what we do, is what we are passionate about. And surely there are lots behind business. So as a person who is Elizabeth, beside business. What was that? I'm sorry. Like, who are you away from your business? Oh, beside business. Um, well, I, I really actually do this a lot. I mean, I do some things, you know, with my family and things like that. But this is really one of those things that since I've been doing it for so long, it really is the thing I like to do. Um, and I, I'm grateful that I have a, a job and a, a business that I run that um, really does give me that satisfaction of a hobby as well, you know, and so... I do other things, but really this is my, my most, like the thing that takes up the most of my time and other than my family. And I just really, really enjoy it. So I, I hope that for everybody that they can have a, a business or a job that they really enjoy enough to where it doesn't really feel like work. <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't, what I do, it's, I don't, I don't think it's work because I really enjoy it. And I wish there are more hours in the day than the 24 hours I got. And so that I will be able to do more. But unfortunately that will not change. And I don't think anybody <laughs> can change that. So uh, before we say goodbye and you tell us where we can get in touch with you, uh, you work with business owner to uh, create a content strategy uh, for their business. So let's, I always like the, uh, the guy called John. I always like to talk about John a lot on this uh, podcast. And John is a business owner. He's very, just like who I was some years ago. He's a business owner. He's busy working with clients and uh, getting those amazing results for his client. But he knew he needed to get uh, content out there. He needed to teach. He needed to educate. He needed to give value to his audience. So as a content strategist, what would be your best tip? Just give John or anybody who is like John listening to this, give him the best five minutes of their time, of your time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it definitely is just about consistency. And that goes to everything from consistency in your branding, using the same colors all the time, using the same fonts all the time. Um, it might get boring for you, but it's not boring for your clients. It helps them recognize you on your website, being consistent with the type of messaging that you're using, not going all over the place and saying 10 different things and calling one thing, 10 different names, um, consistency in your social media, creating posts ahead of time, if you can, so that you're not having to sit there every day and create posts. Same thing with blogging, creating blogs ahead of time. So that you're not sitting there every month trying to figure something new out. Um, and then podcasting, you can do that same thing as well. Create some podcasts ahead of time. So you have a few that'll be going out for you on a consistent basis. And then with email marketing, um, making sure that you put email marketing as part of your process. If you're going to be creating an event or speaking somewhere or releasing a podcast, that when you do those processes to create, you know, the speaking engagement information or post it on social, you're also creating an email that's going out or you have a new blog post going out, you create the blog, you write the social post, 
and you write an email that goes out about it as well. So being just being more consistent with those few things um, would really, really help to boost your marketing and also make it a little bit easier on your uh, calendar and your brain. Yeah, okay. I will add one tip to that, and that's from my own personal experience. You know, I mentioned something the other time about uh, when I was so busy working with clients and I was unable to get out content. And I did something then. I started a podcast and... The podcast was about, it was called the Autoscript uh, podcast, and I just bring uh, self-publishing experts to uh, give their best and uh, share a lot of value for my audience. And I, I saw then that that podcast gave me a, a lot of content to share out to people without me, Absolutely. without me having to write and sit down or think about what I write, even though I'm the expert at that. And uh, when you mentioned podcasts, I was just, uh, that just came to me to add this to, because podcast, I'm a podcast person, I'm a book person. Those two things has really uh, catapulted my business to a lot of uh, level that I never even imagined. And uh, a podcast is just like, I won't call it a lazy way because it takes a lot of God, it takes a lot of time and consistency to produce a podcast out there. There is a lot of technical stuff uh, with it, but uh, you know, it's a very good way to churn out content every day. This uh, interview I'm having with Elizabeth is a very awesome content and I can turn it into a lot of things. I can uh, get quote, uh, image quote from it. I can uh, get tweetables from it. I can uh, get audio snippet, video snippet. I can create audiogram. I can write a blog post entirely on what uh, myself and Elizabeth has talked about so far in the last few minutes. And, you know, just uh, a podcast is a very good, and thank God Elizabeth mentioned it. And uh, So Elizabeth, before we wrap up this podcast or yeah. this episode, can you just tell us where to connect with you and where to access all the good stuff that you have been creating uh, to the world? Yes, you can go to getabsolutemarketing.com. And you can see all of our free resources, including the pro toolkit, which is updated on a regular basis. It's all the tools I use. Nothing is held back. You can see everything that I use in my own business and how you can use it in yours. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been having this awesome conversation with Elizabeth and it's been a very awesome time and a link to the uh, book Elizabeth mentioned and a link to his blog you can get it by heading straight to www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com and search for Elizabeth in the search bar to get the show note for this episode so Elizabeth thank you so much for joining me on this show thank you for sharing uh, your story and uh, insight into content marketing for our audience and it's been a very awesome time uh, talking to you and uh, thanks for keeping the Burning and I wish to have this Thank conversation so next time and uh, I wish you all the best in your business. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being on. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. For more episodes and the show notes for this episode, visit www.thesixfigureentrepreneur.com. And I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes if this episode has been of value to you. See you next time on another episode of the Six Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And until then, keep building and keep the entrepreneurial fire burning.